Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. Consider the privilege to come to you once again with more biblical concepts for contemporary living. Join me as I'm going to be speaking today from a passage in Paul's epistle to the Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. Just one verse, but oh so powerful. I'm going to read it from the Message Bible translation. So, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is not seen. For what is seen is temporal, but what is not seen is eternal. Stay tuned as I'm going to be speaking from the theme, What in the world are you looking at? Stay tuned. You're going to be blessed. In fact, let's go into the service in progress where I am elaborating on the plausibility of seeing the unseen. And I'll talk about the possibility of seeing the unseen and also the profitability of seeing the unseen. Stay tuned, you will be blessed with this powerful word. We have been so conditioned to behave ourselves naturally. Yet God built us with the capacity to embrace the supernatural. So if this be so, then the question is, what is it that we need to do because, well, wait a minute. He says, for we look not at the things which are seen. The things which I see in my natural eye, I'm not looking at that. I'm not concerned about that. But, but, but my, focus, my focus and my concern is that I want to find out what's happening in the supernatural. You got this? So that's the, that's the unseen. But the unseen is more important than the seen. So then you and I have to appreciate the fact that God has set us in a place where it's plausible. But it's not intrusive. It's not trying to make something. No. It's accepting what has been made. It's not trying to just do something as much as it is let God do something through you in the natural that he's brought over from the supernatural. Well, I know it may sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm not. In fact, this may sound like an oxymoron because, I mean, how are you going to see what's unseen? I, I mean, how are you going to see what is unseen? Because to say we look not at the things that are seen, but we look at the things that are not seen. But if it's not seen, then it, ain't. it doesn't exist. No, 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 no. What we're saying is that we choose. We, 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 we have options in the spiritual life. We have options. You can say what you want. I got an option, and my option is I can receive it or reject it. Oh, you're not going to buy no, I, I, I'm looking at this, and when I see that, I, I, I have an option. My option is I can just keep focusing on that and, and live below my privilege, or I can choose to. Look over here. 
the supernatural realm, the mysterious realm that I call the invisible. And many times we are struggling between the two. That's why some things don't make sense to us. I mean, I'm paying my tithe, but I'm not making no headway. The Bible tells me that uh, by your stripes, I am healed. Well, how come I still got these pains? Huh? I mean, if I'm healed, really what it's saying is that healing is already done for you over here. The problem is not whether or not it's done. The problem is whether or not you are able to receive it. And the only way for you to receive it is through faith. That's why I said it's a sequel because it's all about believing. But if you're not careful to note how you're focusing your attention, because what you will focus on is what you'll become. Stay with me. Many of you have, have read the works of, especially his, his, his treatment on uh, the uh, Corinthian epistles, the man by the name of Henry J. Foster. Listen to what he says. Just, just a, a simple quote from him, but it's so powerful. Listen to this. He said, the believer has eyes for the supernatural world. To believe is to use those eyes. Close quote. And I'm saying it again. He said, the believer has eyes for the supernatural. In other words, we have a capacity to be able to see into the supernatural. Then he goes on to say, to believe is to use those eyes. Elisha's servant, the Assyrian servant, surrounded the mountain. He comes out and he packed, he, he, it impacts on him because of what he saw. Master! The enemy has surrounded the mountain, surrounded us. What shall we do? Is there anybody in here who want to be honest with me this morning and admit you are up against something now and you're asking God, what shall I do? Come on, let's get real up in here. What, what will I go from here? <laughs> Elijah just said, Lord, open his eyes. Well, he just said he saw the army surrounding the mountain, it means that he saw that with his eyes. The question is, what eyes was he seeing through? He was seeing through the natural eye. Uh, but he had a capacity. If God would touch him, tell somebody, let God touch you. Let God touch your eyes. Because then if you let God touch your eyes, no matter what you see in the natural, you will hold on to know that there's something else bigger. You're worrying about them. There's more with us than there are with them. 
So when you know we outnumber them, suddenly your testimony changes. Oh, yes, Lord. I'll be all right. Oh, I'll be all right now because I, I found out something. Uh, I thought that was it. Look at somebody and say, that's not it. In the realm of the natural, somebody needs to understand that's not it. It's more to this thing. It's more to me. It's more to you. It's more to your Christian experience. It's more to your faith life. You've got to understand it. But now we're going to have to appropriate it. Say it's plausible. The Bible supports the fact that we have a capacity for the supernatural. It's real beyond this realm. That's why the old song poets used to try to capture the whole idiom of this hypothesis that we are in right this very moment. And that is to get us to stop thinking in the natural realm only. Stop operating in the natural realm only. You're going to have people talk about you. You're going to have people act the devil. You're going to come up against every kind of mess. But that's all right because if you if you've got another capacity this is the one I'm hanging with. Because over here I hear a different story. Over here I hear no weapon. That's formed against you shall prosper. So I can make it over here and stay on the choir and keep on being a deacon and keep on ushering and keep on, because over here, I know that's not really what's happening. What I need to know is that's what's happening over here. There are more over here that be with us than be with them. Open his eyes. And then when he opened his eyes, he just saw another army. Come on, tell somebody there's another army. They may have told you no at banks and businesses, but don't you know you've got an option? Tell somebody I got an option. My option is that I don't let them be my last word. My last word comes not from the natural, but from the supernatural. My supernatural capacity helps me to operate in my option. And my option is don't judge me by what you see me as. Because the Bible says, see no man in the flesh but see him in the spirit. God, help me this morning. I'm trying to get somebody to shift your gaze from looking at the same old things over the years, over the generations. Tell somebody, open my eyes, God. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, yeah. I gotta, I, I gotta, I've got to explore it. I got to explore it. <laughs> I got to explore it. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. You know what that says. That says that uh, uh, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart or emotional life of that being. Mm. What things? Things that God has what? Prepare for them that love him. Tell somebody I haven't seen it all yet. But I know it's there. I'm looking for a fresh anointing on my eyes, a fresh anointing on my life, a fresh anointing on my being to the extent that I'd be more inclined to consider the supernatural 
more than I am the natural. So you can say what you want, act any way you want. I got another capacity because I can tune you out and tune myself in over here. Oh, y'all not listening to what I'm saying. So everything about me is regulated, not on the basis of my natural, but it's on the basis of my supernatural. So wherever you are, pastors, Christian leaders, we can't be stewards of what we don't practice. We can't usher people into where we have not been. That's why preaching today has to go beyond being a Mr. Feel Good. Preaching ought to open up something. Because over there in the supernatural, you can see that it's already done. That's why the Bible talks about by his stripes you are. Now, wait a minute. That by his stripes you are being. No, no. But by his stripes you will one day be. No. By his stripes you're already healed. You know why? Because he died before Golgotha. Before God created even a world, <laughs> Jesus died. Uh, see, see, I'm doing this to kind of mess your head up a little bit. Because if you're going to go into the supernatural, you can't take your human logic. And we have been conditioned to be logical. But when you get into the supernatural realm, it functions not out of the realm of human logic. Hmm? Hmm? It, because it's, it's not depending. God's not asking you anything. It's done. God doesn't have to bother with you to get you to come into agreement with God. I mean, he's so God until when he wants to make a decision, he turns to himself and says, now God, what are you going to do with this God? And the other God said, God said, well, I'll do it. I'll just go over and I, He doesn't have to consult anybody else. The Bible says he swears by himself. Oh, God, I'm feeling good this morning because I'm shifting you. Your mind, your mindset, your eye set is going to change because the eye gate lets in stuff into your brain that causes you to function a certain way. But if you could get over into the supernatural, tell somebody supernatural. supernatural. Say, say supernatural. Uh, Sid Ross has a program and it's simply titled Supernatural. And every now and then I just love it because uh, it, 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 people are trying to figure it out. You can't figure out the supernatural. You can't. Because you, you, your logic is, is, is limited in that realm. Somebody say, I think I'm getting it. When, when Moses was at a point of, 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 of having to make a decision to endure some things. Somebody, listen to me. You're going to have to endure some things. God's not going to get you out of everything. <laughs> God's going God's to leave you into something so that when he works with you in that something and the world says, how in the world could she do that? How in the world did he do this? It's because if you don't have a situation for God to work with, then you don't have nothing to, oh, so you got to go through something. But when you're going through something, 
Don't be discouraged, because you know what's happening. You know it's super, it's super, it's super, it's super, it's supernatural. Well, we sincerely trust that you have been blessed, enriched, and inspired by this word. So then, I believe that God's going to bless you to raise your gaze so that you will focus on the supernatural. So until next time, when we shall come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.